Hello, beautiful people. My play Tinkerbell is currently running at Adventure Theater MTC. Directed by Nick Olcott and starring Michelle Polera in the title role, this multicolored tale tells the familiar story from Tinkerbell's point of view, including her meeting of Peter Pan and Triumph at the Battle for Neverland. Pirates, puppets, fairies, fighting, and more than a few goof-em-ups. Go to adventuretheater-mtc.org for tickets and performance information. Tinkerbell, now playing at Adventure Theater MTC. Whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today can currently be seen at Adventure Theater as Wendy in Tinkerbell by a very famous playwright. It's Megan Abdo, everybody. Hi. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah, thank you for coming down to talk about... Once. Take this title for a for a show it really is. in the sense that it's just like i don't know it just comes out kind of weird right when you say something once once <laughs> once what once the musical the musical, the musical once. how did how did you uh find, how did once come into it's your actually life? kind of interesting um i had never he- i mean i had heard of once i when i saw it a year ago um at a touring company in pennsylvania um i before I went, my friends were like, oh, you're going to love this, Megan, just because, like, your love, um, it's kind of folky, and mm-hmm. and you get to, the cool, they were like, the coolest part is that, like, you get to go up on, it's the, the set is a bar, right. and you get to go up on the stage, and oh, okay. um, you can, if you're 21, well, you can drink yes, with them. Drink. Oh, okay. Like, with, and so it's kind of like, it's very cool, because it's an interaction with the actors, mm-hmm. but they're also musicians, so it's just... I don't know. When I went up there, I was like, this is the coolest thing. I'm just like hanging out with the actors right now, but okay. And then like I got off stage and I was like, okay, now I have to center myself. Right, to watch the show. This is the show. Right. <laughs> like, weird. But I, I was like having the time of my life. And I forgot that um, Falling Slowly originated mm-hmm. from that musical. And yeah. that there's been so many covers and renditions of that song. And it was even more beautiful on stage because... Mm. Oh man, I loved the story too. I heard the I never saw the movie. Oh, still haven't seen the movie. I still haven't seen oh, the movie wow, because okay. people were people were like, it's not as good as the musical. Really? That's what I've heard. Oh wow. But you it's know, a really good movie. It's a really good it's movie. It's a really good then movie. I don't know who's yeah, been talking to me. Well, they are it, it is different. Um before we get into that yeah. though, as you brought up, you should probably tell everybody who doesn't know. Because one of the things that occurred to me so I saw the movie when yeah. it came out. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen the stage show, but I have obviously listened to the album. Yeah. And I was struck by a couple of things, one of which is that you'd never be able to get the story from the album. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and also how short the songs were. Uh, yeah. But we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. for those who, who who don't know, could you think you could summarize 
the plot of the plot. Once? Yeah, I'll try my best. Sure. So there's a Czechoslovakian, mm-hmm. I think I got it right, woman, and an Irish man who she walks into a bar in Ireland um, and she sees him playing guitar and she's struck by how incredible he is and he doesn't see himself that way at all and once they meet he's just he's not even interested and he's like I've been heartbroken and she's um she's in the United States and I can't get to her and um I'm just like basically done this is what I do I write these songs out of like pain and suffering through their relationship but I I'm not going anywhere with it and she basically pushes him to um pursue his dream and in the midst of all that she is uh a mother Mm -hmm. and her husband has left her and um so she has a similar pain to him in terms of heartbreak so they journey through that and gosh it's such a sad ending but it's very (laughs) depressing i call it bitter yeah yeah, i wouldn't call it sad yeah i I guess so it's not the ending you want it's not the ending you want which is it just great though because you see like this romance happen but it's not like uh sugar-coated like disney like <laughs> this well, is what what's gonna happen in terms of like um these two people fall in love and they're gonna be together forever kind of thing so my know? first question would be though because i've never seen it do they kiss in the show no okay because they don't in the movie either. i was yeah, so it's frustrated huge, exactly right. i was yeah. so angry i saw it with my boyfriend and i was like <laughs> <laughs> what they like came so close to right. kissing and i was like they don't do it no they don't they it don't, was very yeah. close though mm-hmm. and then they were like no they don't i don't think they come like physically close in the movie but there's several moments in there the movie are. where you think that they're going to and then they just don't you're just like why yeah just one but because well, that's know, not their cheating. that's not their yeah. story exactly right she's yeah. married and she would consider that to be on being unfaithful and her husband Even, so she at the end does she go back to czechoslovakia yeah does her husband come to um, ireland I know they try to reconcile. So I guess it was kind of unclear in the musical because you see that he goes back to the States. He goes to New York to find his yeah, girlfriend to find his and girlfriend. he gives her a piano he gives when he her leaves. A piano. Yeah. That part made me cry. I yeah. like, <laughs> why can't they be together? But, like they can't. <laughs> they can't. It doesn't no. make sense. They can't be together. But um, that's why it's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they could. It's just that's a different, that's a different story. That's yeah. not the story. And it needed to on. end that way. Yeah. Which made me like, I was, I was, at first I was like, why? Why did that well, happen? It's so funny to me because it's both the movie and the and the and the show are about. They're very responsible love stories. Mm-hmm. Like they're being they're being very realistic about love stories, but they're both musicians, right? Which is not, and the songs they write are heartbreaking, but they're also very hopeful. And it's just not what you expect from a story about musicians. You don't no. expect them to be, her to be especially so like. No, there's a right thing to do and a wrong thing to do. And, like, I owe it to my daughter to try to make things work with my husband. And, like, you know. And it's just very, like, pragmatic and reasonable. And it doesn't seem like... It doesn't... It's not what you expect, like you say, at all. You expect it to be sort of a mad, torrential love affair kind (laughs) of thing. Right, exactly. And then they go back to their people. But that's the American version of the story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is not the the Irish version of this story. No. uh, Which would be a lot more... um, fatalistic and and uh, as the irish are yeah go through yeah it's it's a lot like the movie it's a lot more the movie's a lot more uh sort of just moody uh there's long scenes of people doing things that are kind of those in between it's very i mean it's time into 2006 or 2007 i can't remember which 
And there's long scenes where people are just sort of hanging around and you know, people playing music, yeah, but yeah, there's nothing yeah. really happening in mm -hmm. the scene. It's just all mood. And so I can see if you saw the musical first, which is seems a lot more plot driven, that the movie would seem a little frustrating because it's all just it's just mood. There's a yeah, long stretches yeah. where nobody's talking directly to anybody. Yeah. Um, but I th I check it out. And they see probably if you... incorporate that a lot into the musical because, like, in terms of mood, mm -hmm. I noticed that each set change happened because of a certain mood that was going on at the end of each scene. Oh, really? The way that they did it on the touring company, I mm -hmm. was like, whoa. So, like, um, like during Gold, that song is so incredible. <laughs> I, I love wish people could see your face right now. It's so <laughs> good. I was, man, I cry all the time. All the time. But respect. It, it's like, mad respect. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult thing in my life. I'm like, Megan, don't cry. Don't cry. Um, but, but I just remember watching gold happen. And I love her so. I wouldn't trade her for gold. Walking on moonbeams And I was born with a silver spoon And I'm gonna be me I'm gonna be free While I'm walking on moonbeams Staring out to see. And like all of the emotions, like what she, like her character's feeling during that moment, because he's playing and like everyone has their instruments and they're sitting in their chairs. And then like when the climax of the song happens, she's just like in the front, like in the center stage, just like looking at like this explosion of music. And you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I just started crying. And I was like, I need help. <laughs> like, well, I think beautiful. that's kind of designed to make you cry. Oh, I yeah, of course. I mean, uh, don't, yeah, don't beat yourself up too much about that I, one. Yeah, I do. I do beat myself. I was crying like the whole show. But <laughs> even the funny stuff. <laughs> well, it's pretty, but it is, it's a, yeah, you could, I mean, you could call it bittersweet, you could call it whatever. It is sad, though, in, yeah. in general. In, in a, <laughs> I, I don't quite know, because the ending isn't overtly sad like nobody no. dies nobody's like for some reason nobody's someone, unhappy someone you know? told me right before i saw once they were like yeah he dies in the end and i was like does he and then, <laughs> and then after, after it, i was questioning i was like is he, Did he dead? no he's not dead i was like no there's no way he died he no. just went back to the he States. just went to new york he's not <laughs> like, dead people are crazy if that's what they got from the musical i'm just, just like crying i'm like what doesn't make any sense yeah, I don't. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess if you're not paying like strict attention, you might. You're you just might like, find oh, he that. died. He died. What? No, he just left. He didn't <laughs> die. He just left. He left Dublin. Not that big a deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I would actually say, ironically, kind of the musical seems a lot more um, pretty mm, yeah. than the, the movie, movie does. It's it's kind of a funny thing. We always expect like the movie version to have like very good-looking people doing very good-looking oh, yeah. things and does it not have good-looking well people? no they're i mean they're fine <laughs> like you know guy hansard and uh, and uh i can't pronounce marketa Ergova, who um wrote also wrote all the songs play the two leads oh, yeah, in the yeah. film and they're 
you know, they're they're good looking people, but they're not movie star good looking people. Yeah. And especially, uh, in my opinion, Steve Kazee and Kristen, Kristen Milati are really good looking people oh, really? who are the leads in this. Oh, in yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah, the Broadway, yeah. Um, so it's just a funny, like, they're very kind of handsome, good looking people with genuine, you know, emotional issues. issues. Yeah. Whereas in but the movie, they're, also- they're a lot more working class, kind of just shaggy people you know the movie's very interested in realism it's very okay, interested cool. in that yeah. kind of thing and and the musical kind of has a nice Hypes it up a, bit. a little bit it romanticizes it yeah. i would say a little they're still pretty they're still poor they still have problems but <laughs> they they're, they're they're very clean but they're good looking they have five o'clock shadow they're not like scruffy you know what i mean they're they're, they're nice looking people they have good boots you know they're, yeah they're, they're nice looking people you are paying several hundred dollars for your tickets so it's you want to see some good looking people right? yeah i guess so. um <laughs> i guess i don't know they didn't ask me but it's a yeah it's a really interesting musical and i said it did very well one best musical at the tony's the year mm-hmm. it came out and a couple others uh but it was funny listening to the recording again for the first time because i have both the movie soundtrack which i had forever mm-hmm. and and the and this cast album how short not only how short the songs are but also how some of them just sort of stop yeah. they don't feel like they end and i was wondering i'm glad you've seen it because i wanted to know did, is that how it is on the stage they just sort of like they don't um, fade, like in the traditional recording sense. They just kind of end. And... You know, they kind of, they kind of, fa- they've kind of fade in the show. But it, it worked because while they were fading, it was going into like the next mm-hmm. scene. And I was like, well, that, that works. Like, what is it, Leave? Mm-hmm. I feel like that song, the way it ends. Let go of my hand You said what you have to now leave Leave Oh, leave Leave Let go of my hands You said what you abruptly i can't remember well you just kind of don't notice it's it it just kind of drifts off it just drifts off yeah yeah. it has a resolution i i I was okay with that for that song because that was a pivotal moment in the show because he's singing that i think was it the beginning that's the opening song that's the opening Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty big moment because it's like it's you're like who are these people Mm -hmm. why why is he just um yeah i think that ended a little bit abruptly because she comes in and she sees him yeah um but yeah, most of the songs in the musical, I remember them, it, it, they kind of ended in a way where I was just like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. There was a, and they kind of, on the recording, they don't, again, they don't fade into each other, but like a song will stop. Yeah, they don't fade into And then into another song will start. And I kind of, it took me a couple of times to be like, oh, this is a different song. Like I'm now, it's not like part two of that right. same song. This is a whole different song. And so reading the synopsis, I was trying to get a sense of like... It seems that they also sing songs 
more than once in the show that necessarily don't repeat in the recording right. because the, you would like they sing. I think they sing, they sing falling, gold twice. Gold twice. They do have that in the recording. They sing falling like falling slowly in fra- fragments mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. And then also I think her song "The Hill" mm-hmm. isn't that based on like music he's playing in an earlier scene. Yeah. We just don't yeah, hear exactly. it. Yet. So yeah. So it kind of I, again it's 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 actually one of a couple shows we've been doing in a row here where it seems like the what's the word I'm looking for. Like, it's really more written as a stage production, like, mm-hmm. not with less concern about, like, how are we going to put this thing together as an album? It really feels a lot more just like, no, no, this is this is a show, and, and this is the way the music works within right. the show, which exactly. I find to be really, really interesting. Um, I'm trying to pull up the, the album on my computer my here real fast <laughs> to see how long the songs are, because it just feels like, how do I even have it? I do love the gold acapella. Yeah, what is the, so that, yeah, that's, I'm looking at these songs and they're just like one minute, one minute, two minutes, (laughs) two and a half minutes. It's really 58 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, it's it's, it's really, and doesn't, I don't, nothing overstays its welcomes or anything, but nothing, it doesn't feel like they need to be longer. Mm -mm. It's just interesting. But you would want a little bit more, I guess. Well, when you're listening to the album, I think, yeah, you kind of, you feel a little bit like, oh, that's, oh, it's, it's over. And it also then feels also though, it's an, it's an easy album to listen to all the way through because it just sort of drifts through and then you're like, oh, I want to like, oh, I would would like to hear that again. again. Uh, It is funny though, to me that you say like the big hit song from this, which is Falling Slowly, which won the Academy Award the year the movie came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, is the second song in the show. I know. It really feels did, like it should come later. I felt that way when I was watching it. <laughs> I I turned to my boyfriend, Billy, and I'm like, wait, why is this the second song? I yeah. feel like it should come, like, maybe when they're both falling in love with each other. Right. But it just... It just boom. right into uh, it. Yeah. And I, I was confused, but I also kind of liked it because I was like, okay, well, they got that song out of the way. I mean, well, and it is the song, I guess the plot, and it's not the way it is in the movie. The, the point of the song, though, in the play seems to be that it gets what grabs her in to him in yeah. a lot and gets him to get interested in her like they do that song together yeah kind of. it, it gets, does make sense at the beginning yeah then. and then they reprise it obviously at the end uh oh, that part but yes in the actual Good. it's also weird now that i'm looking at the song list on wikipedia though because these songs on the album are in a different order um they move things around a lot like the north strand is the opening song on the album but it's the third song oh yeah in the show I think just because it's a better album to kick it off with the North Strand. Like, that's a better oh, yeah, opening song. Sure. And it's a really interesting... Like, on balance, I'm bothered when they do things like that because I want to hear the songs in the order of the in show. Order, yeah. But I also, like, if the, if the album started with Leave, it's kind of a... Yeah, you're like, where is this show going? Well, and like you say, the show starts with you're allowed up on stage to drink with the actors and then they just sort of start playing. Like, the show just sort of begins. Right. You can't really start an album... With that way. With everyone. <laughs> like, like everyone, just to yeah. sit down. We're just going to like slowly do this. Unless you started with like crowd noise and that feels distant. You know what yeah, I mean? That like that feels disingenuous to me. Weird, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, it's just a really interesting little little bit for it. Is this the kind of, so your friends all thought you were going to love this show and they yeah. were right. Why did they think you were going to love this show? Um, and why were they right? They, so <laughs> I'm, I've always been like a fan of Irish music and, okay. and, um, I don't know the the type of plot that was going on in the show and and the realism I think is what my friends thought that because when I talk about musicals and stuff like what did I see I like saw Dear Evan Hansen and I thought that was so realistic and I enjoyed the music in that I'm not I'm not I love classical musicals and everything but I think there's something to be said about like modern music and in 
mm-hmm. new musicals. Sure. And of course, Once isn't new. I mean, it is. No, but it's a more modern but score. But it's more modern score. And um, I think because they know uh, I love Irish music and like that type of feeling, the folk, like, and the coolest part is that they're all on stage playing instruments. And mm-hmm. they're like, Megan, you are going to love this. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't know. You mean, and they were like, it's an Irish bar on stage. Like, isn't it like the coolest thing ever? And I'm like, you know what? And it just feel, it felt very down to earth. Mm. Like, I don't know. When you got in there, it just felt very homey. And it was weird. And I was like, this is not how like a Broadway show should feel for, like when you walk in there. That's how I felt when I saw Waitress. So I was like, mm. yeah, this is very, I don't know, it just felt, it felt, yeah, it felt homey. I, I, I loved just being at peace and being there and really, like, feeling what was happening, you know, the, mm-hmm. the journey that these characters were going through, and it was just so realistic to life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, musicals add their own, like, things that can't happen in real life to, right. like, bring you in more, but, ah, uh, man... That's, they were completely right because when I came back, I was just like, wow, it was beautiful and heart wrenching, but also, you know, you left being like happy with how the both characters went, like Mm. that went their ways because this is what was meant to be. But the music was just, ugh, I I would go see it again. It's just amazing. So you (laughs) sort of, I mean, you're describing a kind of more more intimate yeah, experience yeah, intimate, i guess in yeah. the in in the theater that you that you appreciate yeah. uh and also using more like you say modern like this is i mean it's irish folk it's irish folk inspired but, but it is it is that's a modern this is yeah, a modern for sure. to it yeah um and uh yeah it, it i i i completely yeah. i see exactly where you're coming from it's with that it's crazy how yeah. how i i just the music just flowed in a certain way where you were just going with the story. You know how like in some musicals, it's just like, I'm going to sing now. Right. And you're like, oh, that was great. But like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like with this, it was like, what they're telling, not saying in other, other musicals, they're not telling their story, but it just flowed in a certain way where you're like, okay, like I'm going to the next song, but I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. And I'm following their journey. Mm-hmm. It was just, that's how I would describe it. Probably sounds a little confusing, but well, no, because I think that if you listen to the album, actually, that's the vibe you get because you do. F- I feel like something's missing mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, it's not like the song just sort of like you, we say drifts away, and something happened. Which is like true to life, though. It is true to yeah. life, but it's also like now people would start talking. Like right, it seems right, like this exactly, is where the scene exactly, would kind of right. begin. Um, and an advantage to having all the actors playing all the instruments is that. You know, there's no chance for that, like, the music to start before the character's ready to start the music. You know what I mean? It's not like the music starts to swell right, and you're like, right. oh, they're going to start. Okay, everybody get ready. She's going to sing her big her big number. Yeah, because the music just Yeah, because they just it. decide to start playing and then... Because all the music comes from the actors, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Which is so cool. I, I, was, I was in shock. <laughs> like, I knew about it. Mm-hmm. So I knew what I was getting into. Well, there's but... a difference between, like, knowing this is going to happen and, and then, then seeing it happen. Seeing it happening. Yeah incredibly talented people oh yeah i was i was so impressed because i'm like how how are you you know doing this type of because they were doing movements with the instruments Mm -hmm. while singing like that's a lot to think about as an actor (laughs) you're like all right now i'm moving now i'm playing this instrument 
And now I'm singing. And now I have and, and acting. And now and, I'm and, acting and as well. And changing so and turning. this is, but so beautiful to me. Well, the score I think makes the acting part easier. The yeah. songs are all very emotional, oh, which yeah. is probably a good thing that they're short, actually, because there's not a lot to. They get right. right to the point. Yeah, the they songs do. get yeah, right to it, the point. I think that's why another on. reason my friends thought I would love it because mm-hmm. I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> They're like, you're going to be crying the whole entire time. And you're correct. And they were correct. Okay. Correct. Well, hey, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there really is. I, I don't see, I mean, as, as a crier myself, I see nothing wrong with that I, at well, all. Well, I'm glad we can agree on that. Oh, totally. No, it's, it's you know, live your, live your life live out loud. Live your life. I just saw, um, I just saw a show... We're at intermission. The woman sitting in front of me turned around and said, I had to see who was laughing behind. <laughs> and I didn't think I was, I mean, it's a funny show. I didn't think I was laughing more than anyone else, yeah. but apparently I was. And I have been, I used to get <laughs> reprimanded for it when I was a kid, but I just really? like, yeah, my mom used to think it was embarrassing that I was laughing. I have a, I have a pretty loud laugh. Oh. And, uh, and I'm just, but when things make me laugh, I laugh and yeah. I, you know. I, my wife doesn't. She didn't get embarrassed, but she sort of does. I also laugh though at things that other people aren't laughing at. Like you go see a, a musical. Like I went to see a Fly By Night at First Stage, mm-hmm. and there's a couple musical jokes in the show that unless you really know musicals, you're just not going to get. Yeah, yeah. And so there were moments where I and like two other people were the only people laughing in the that's room. That's okay. And I am the loudest of those three. So <laughs> I get that. Like that's a little like, oh, you know, because she always says, well, you laugh at stuff that no one else is laughing. I say, yeah, well, it makes me laugh. Yeah. But I also cry. I mean, I do but, also, yeah. But I cry a lot. I cry and I laugh and I, uh, yeah, it just, it absolutely just happens. So I, I 100% respect you know, feel, it's the theater. Feel your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to hold it in because I think when I saw Dear Evan Hansen, I was like moaning, crying <laughs> <I was laughs> well, so that's, much. Well, then, yeah. And then you do run the risk of like not enjoying it also. Is this is like... like this guy, like, I remember... Everything act, has to stop for a minute. <laughs> like after act one, I was like crying so much. Oh, God. Was, you were crying in act one of that show? <laughs> oh, my God. And then act two, like words fail. I, <laughs> I was a puddle. And this guy next... <laughs> <laughs> this guy next to me literally straight face the whole entire show and I, i'm looking at him like do you not have a soul sir like this is sir so ben platt is pouring his heart out and you're just sitting there oh see now words face. fail is a song that made you cry it's so big so small is the one that, that well, that's, dropped that's, their that's one the two thing. punch yeah i know it's, i was like why would you do this it's like words fail happens and then so big so small and she's holding him on the couch and i'm like I have to leave. Like this is. <laughs> well, luckily the show's over, so you can basically leave. you can, leave. You can leave. Like, oh, and I cried at the end, like the last yeah. moment with Ben Platt. Well, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful ending to a so show. So great. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I. Oh god. I, I, it's bad for me when it sneaks up on me. Yeah. Like if I know, I knew the minute she started sing, in, in Evan Hansen when she started singing about her you their dad. Like, I'm like, I'm okay, this is going to be an emotional number, and I'm going to start to cry, and that's fine. Like, yeah, that's, that's, I'm okay. ready, but. It's twice happened to me more recently when I saw um, Sunday in the Park with George at Signature, oh. and which is my favorite musical ever. I know it backwards and That's forwards. That's my mom's favorite. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, well, hello to your mom. Um, <laughs> you have very good taste. <laughs> the uh, It was the end of act one that made me cry. The first time they sing Sunday. And I didn't expect it yeah, because I was hit, expecting yeah. it all to come at the end of the show. Like that's right. the, that's such a beautiful ending, but it didn't. And I, and I couldn't get it together because I was just like, I was crying and I wasn't expecting it. And then I start 
I just start sobbing, and it was just very, that was actually a little embarrassing. I was like, I have to stop. Like I have to get control. This yourself. is nuts. Because well, I also kept thinking like, there's a whole other act. I have to pace myself here. Look, I don't have any fluid left in my body. This is terrible. And I did. Yeah, I got it together. Yeah, got but it. it was a real like I had to sit there for during intermission and kind of like level out again. Because was it incredible? Oh, it was amazing. Oh, it was absolutely. They amazing. do great work. There. They re- oh yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, you, know, you know, professionals, whatever. whatever. Have a Tony Award or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, and and really, yeah, a, a true experience yeah. that I didn't see Snuck coming. Up on you. I didn't see coming. Uh, and so, yeah, I can uh, I can see. Like, that's when I get in trouble. That's when I'm like, oh, Jesus, I have to back this up. Um, yeah, it is. I, I don't know what emotion I would use to describe this show that's mm-hmm. a funny sort of question to me because it isn't i mean you said sad and that doesn't Complete, quite no. describe it to me but it also isn't happy no. <laughs> parts of it are parts of it are happy and i guess i said depressing before and i guess it's not depressing it's well it's it, it, it's kind of like it's life it's well that's the thing is i wonder if it, it is all these things it's all these words to get like all no one of these words works because they no. all kind of work you know it's bittersweet but it's not and they're happy at the end. Yeah. But we're not. No, we're like, not. We exactly want them to get together, not these people. And what's really great about it, from like a structural standpoint, to me, is that you never really meet their significant, the significant others, others, which is cool. Cause yeah. I'm, I'd rather it be that way because I wouldn't want to see. We don't want to like or hate them. No, you don't like. They're just whoever they that. are. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of right off the bat when he was, he says, oh, I had, I had a girlfriend, and she's still in New York, and. I still love her. That kind of. I was like, I don't care about her. <laughs> like, don't go back to she's her. She's not here. She's right. not here. She's not a character. <laughs> and it really does, I think, subvert your expectations, though, especially as Americans, for it to be like, because we really do expect it to be like, even if they're not going to end up together, we expect them to kiss. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think like, we. Ex- <laughs> I think as Americans, we expect a lot more than that. Actually, yeah, that's true. In a, especially in a movie, and apparently there was some concern when they made the movie that in order to get distribution, they were going to have to shoot a scene at the end where they kissed mm-hmm. which Glenn Hansard who played the guy in the original said they would have done and then he just probably wouldn't have ever promoted the movie he's like I probably just wouldn't have gone what because he's like well he was like you gotta get paid like people oh, wanna, right, right, they, right. they spent the money to make the movie if it's the difference between people seeing it and not seeing it mm-hmm. he's like fine but he just wasn't interested he's like I probably wouldn't have like gone on tour with it because they're all musicians they right. don't, they're not actors and but since they didn't make them change it they were very enthusiastic <laughs> to support the movie and it was a success I think because of it now uh, I gotta watch the movie. <laughs> you really do have to watch the movie. It's really, like, really good. How did I go this time? Because well, it's different, but it is it's that thing of and actually one of the things I read in um I don't know if it was in the Playbill review or the New York Times review, uh, getting ready for today was it is very impressive how this movie this this musical takes a movie that is pretty small, it's an intimate movie, but instead of it, it, it shrinks it down even further by making I mean there's only ten characters? Yeah. Counting the girl, like the little girl, who's, you know, a very small part, obviously. It's very, that's fewer than are in the the film. And it also, the film kind of uses Dublin, like they walk around Dublin a lot. It's gorgeous, you know, because it's Ireland. And this, the, the, the musical kind of shrinks it even down to, it seems like the bar, studio, his place, like very small. Her place, her place. I agree, because he does meet her daughter. Uh, the vacuum repair shop. The vacuum repair it's, it's shop. Very, yeah. it's, it takes it to these tiny little look. It, it takes a small movie and instead of like musicalizing it, makes it even smaller. Yeah. Which is a really interesting decision. Yeah. Not the one you'd kind of again. I wouldn't not the expect one you'd that. Expect. I yeah. mean, when I saw the cast 
I was like, oh, this is a small cast, but they're all, I mean, they all just displayed themselves, like, all their characters were just so big, Mm -hmm. and, like, no one, no one, there was, like, not a small part to me. Everyone kind of just... Well, yeah, everybody together, has something to do. Which and I think is good because if they did go like they did with a smaller cast, that's easier to come across. Like, um, to have everyone not like outshine each other, but all shine. You know what I mean? What, so you saw it last year? You saw yeah, it, right? I saw it okay, last so year. Touring the, company. The second U.S. tour. Yeah. I'm sort of looking at the cast list real fast here. Oh my gosh, they were so good. <laughs> the girl who played... Um, she doesn't have a name. Well, yeah, it's show. guy and girl, which is guy also the same way it is in the movie. So the, yeah, names. so the girl had um, Mackenzie Lesser Roy is who I have on the list. She here. had an incredible voice. Okay, she it was beautiful, but like it, it was, it was big when it needed to be, but then she could like tone it back really, really quickly, and you were like, wow, that'd be a really hard part to cast. I yeah. mean, it, it is. I mean, they have Kristen Malati in the Broadway cast, who mm-hmm. is most famous, I guess, for being the mom in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Among other stuff. You've, she's a face, you yeah, know. She's been that, a lo- in a lot of things. That's how I know. I was like, oh, that's a <laughs> yeah. mom and her. It's an unfortunate thing that that's how she's known. That's I unfortunate. Think. <laughs> she's yeah. very good. Like, and what, it's it's also the unfortunate thing. Because like you say, I noticed in in, uh, in this recording um, how excellent her voice control is. And mm-hmm. it, it is really like, I really want you singing more. Like, do you, mm-hmm. Can you come back to right. New York maybe? Uh, but, you know, you got to go where you get paid. Yeah, but <laughs> it is like she's I was really amazed sort of listening to her. I think this was the f- I certainly had this album when it came out. And I don't know how much I'd listened to it since because I would it, given the choice. I'll just listen to the the Glenn Hansard and the Swell Seasons and right. the band. I'll yeah. listen to them sing the songs. <laughs> but I was really like listening to it with the knowledge of like, oh, I know who she is. I was really impressed yeah. with how excellent her voice control is, how good her piano playing is and like how. It's, That's the it's thing. A you gotta find to someone cast. with both. Mm-hmm. You can't just. There's no. There's no faking that on stage. Well, there's actually an interesting thing. John John Johnson mentioned when he was on the show that the difference between to him between being a, an actor and a musician is that actors rehearse until they get it right, and musicians rehearse until they can't get it wrong. <laughs> and I've sort of remembered that. It might explain why I was never a great musician. Uh, is that I like once I get it right, I'm kind of okay, right, done. You know, yeah, put the thing yeah. down. And then to play it again, I have to kind of warm myself up. Yeah. But it was the, the idea of doing a show like this where like you have to be your own accompanist means you have to cast good actors who also are willing to rehearse and like they can play the instrument fine. Yeah. But rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it like a like an orchestra does mm-hmm. so that there is no way that they can ever screw it up. That your hands always fall to it's the exact It's a lot of pressure. Part. It is a lot of pressure. For yes. one musical. Right. Like usually you have... In musicals, people or actors wearing about, you know, the script, mm-hmm. the music, mm-hmm. and their performance. They're also doing accents in this. Like, yeah. she's got to so, do a Czech accent. Yeah, Czech? They have to do, yeah. I, like, I, I looked up after the show how, like, a Czech accent should sound. And mm-hmm. That is difficult. Yeah. I don't even... The, and, like, the woman that I saw in the touring company, she was flawless mm-hmm. with it. And, and I was so impressed. When they took it to... To London, it actually had they had a Czech actress playing the role because um, there are obviously a lot more yeah. Czech people yeah. in Europe than than over here. Uh, but it, 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 yeah, it's really like and not only che- like if you're going to get technical, it's an American actress doing a Czech accent, but a Czech Irish accent, yeah. not a Czech American accent, which is different because the certain like if you watch the film, uh, she has certain lilts in yeah. her words that we just don't have. That sound make it all sound a little more Irish. It ends up actually to me sounding I don't know how accent 
nuts you ever get. But yeah. it sounds a little more like um, South African. I don't know if you have the no, South yeah. African accent. It's, that sounds like kind of a weird amalgam of two different accents. That's kind of how Marquetta speaks in, in the film and I and also when I've heard her in interviews and things. Yeah, it's a, that's a nightmare to me. I so mean, you've got accents, you, blocking, scripts, songs, and the actual instrumentation. You have to put all of that together. And these songs aren't hard. Like I don't say, but they're not they're easy, easy either. You and, have to have so much. I mean, for anything, for any musical, you have to have so much energy. But I feel like for this show, it's like everything combined. Yeah, you really have to put your whole heart. You got to do it. it. Uh, you got to do the thing. Otherwise. God, I don't know what, man. That would be... It would fall apart. But it also <laughs> might explain... It, I was a little surprised after it won Best Musical and then closed, because it ran for four years or three years on probably yeah. over a thousand performances, that it didn't pop up in regional theaters more. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons is, is that you have to get the musicians and the actors at the same time. It's and tough. that's a rare skill on a limited, like, three to four week regional theater rehearsal schedule for everyone to get this together that's why people don't do it as much. I guess, yeah. Which and is it's a shame. shame yes. I want, I've, I've been like, oh, I want my parents and my siblings to see this show because mm-hmm. I think they would love it. But, you know, every time I, like, if you look for auditions or or see what's coming out this season, mm-hmm. it's like, it's never there for at least around the DC area. I'm just like, why? I it's a really like, good candidate also for a site specific production. Oh, I really? think, like, you could do this at a bar. Yeah. You know, you could do this at a, a place that isn't explicitly built, maybe not open to the public kind of bar, but like you could find, <laughs> well, you could find like a storefront or something that's available and just yeah. stage it there in this sort of like cabaret, semi-cabaret bar setting. Uh, it doesn't need a theater, you know what I mean? It yeah. just needs a space. And, yeah, that's and, true. And so, yeah, it is a real shame. There's a lot of things you could do. I small cast, so small much. group. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't they just do it? I think if you can find someone who can do the Czech accent and play the piano, you can find you find everybody else. Just work it out. I was just, like, I want to play the lead, but wait, yeah. I don't play piano and I don't know how to choose. <laughs> so, nope, that can't happen. <laughs> well, you could learn to do a Czech accent. Do you think you could? Do you not play piano at all? I did. Okay. Well, I picked it up a little bit again um, junior year of high school because I'm a huge fan of Sarah Bareilles. She's like ah, my idol. I've been oh, listening wow. to her since I was 12. And I played one of her songs at a talent show. Which one? Um, Gonna Get Over You. Sure. But my parents, because I had never had to play piano in forever, all they heard in my room was... Dun, 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 dun. And I was like singing along with it. So every time they have that song, it's, hear that song, it's like PTSD to that moment. Like Megan in her room jamming out to Sarah Bareilles. Uh, well, all right. I so did. then, yes, you were. Well, then, now this is surprising because we're here. But uh, why <laughs> then? Uh, so you did see Waitress. What did you think of uh, of Waitress? Then oh, that must have been. It was so good. <laughs> but I, I I saw it with Jason Mraz. Oh, really? And okay. Betsy Wolf. Uh huh. Betsy Wolf. Man, that woman can sing. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. I was not prepared for that. I was like, <laughs> I want to see Sarah Bareilles, but you know, she right. only, she was only on. And like she was, she's incident. filling in gaps. Yeah, yeah she's really, like, between, here we go. Okay, yeah. bye. Like, it's a handy Sarah, thing to do. Sarah, why are you doing that? <laughs> well, it's it's super handy for them to be like between Broadway stars. We're just gonna throw in Sarah Bareilles. Maybe you've heard of her. And so yeah. here she goes. Yeah, Betsy Wolf was um. Oh, man. oh yeah, she'd be great. She was incredible. Jason Mraz, I love him. I love his music. Listened to him since I was a kid too. Mm-hmm. Um, his acting wasn't exactly. I was wondering about that because I saw the video oh, that he and Sarah Bareilles did, the sort of promo video, and I was like... He did not get that song. 
was like, it only takes a taste. Is <laughs> I was just cracking up because he's supposed to have like a sexual attraction to her at that right. moment. Mm-hmm. And here you have Jason Mraz like on the corner of the bench, not even really close to her. And he's like, it only takes a taste. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, I don't even get that you're in love with her. <laughs> what are you doing? And then like the songs at the end is basically like, yeah, we're we're really attracted to each yeah. other. And I did not get that. I was, I was very uncomfortable. And I love his singing voice, but I was just like, what is going on? How much did was, you cry at Waitress? <sighs> <laughs> she used to be mine. Yeah. I'll tell well, you that, what. When that song came Ooh. out, when she did a music video, Sarah Rose, yeah. mm-hmm. when I was crying to, <laughs> I was crying to that. I was like, God, Sarah, you're amazing. And then when I saw it, after you see everything that she goes through, yeah, that song is just, oh, it was insane. I was crying so much. And, but, you know, the cool thing about her character is that she does go through all of that. But for some reason, like right when she has her child, she's, she's like all of that that happened. It's in the past, and I'm. It liberates on. her in a really interesting it's so way. So beautiful because. Yeah. Everything changes the song that Sarah, I mean, she wrote all the music, but that song in particular, it's like, right, it's her husband's coming, or yeah, her husband Mm. is coming and he's like, you can't love that baby more than me, which I thought was like the most ridiculous line, because even in the movie, he says it like, you can't fall in love with that baby. Dude, you don't, I don't think you understand. You can really tell (laughs) it's the difference between a story like that written by a man and a story like that written by a woman. Right, right. Like that is an absolute it is never something I've said yeah, or any of the parents of I'm friends with have said, but I have, I am oh, aware. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. For me, I was like, yeah. well, I don't have that many friends who are married with kids yet. So, <laughs> you true. know, that's pretty much all I hang out with. Right. But, uh, but that's, that's a I'm great one of thing. them. Right. Yeah. No, no, it's nothing wrong. I'm just saying like what you were saying about waitress and about this idea of, yeah. like, you know, you can't like people have, it's actually, and it actually ties really nicely into this show. People do in real life have, the non-storybook reaction to life events. I mean, what's just happening in this show where where the where girl is saying real. like, nope, like this is, this. there's a real life situation going on here and I, I have a certain way I feel about that and I can't, if I get involved with you, this is all going to get too complicated mm-hmm. and it's going to be a problem and I have a daughter and I have a responsibility. And in Waitress, I mean, it's the same sort of thing where you have like, you yeah. know, this, this very unhappy marriage mm. that then has this, you know, she gets pregnant, like you do, which I mean is a like great line. Do. Well, I love the line of like I did the do dumb things when I sleep with my like gets like, I know, sleep with my so husband. Funny. Such a funny line. What? And but you do see like it is a and as funny as that movie and show are, it's very very serious things that are going oh, yeah. on. And what I really like about it, also like in this show, is the sort of clarity of uh, of a of a woman in a position like that where she's like she has the kid and it really clarifies everything in waitress and then in, in once she has a daughter and that clarifies a lot of things for her uh, yeah. some of which are noble and some of which are gonna she's sacrificing it's not even her own happiness it's just the potential for something interesting yeah that might go somewhere it might be beautiful for what like but i have this is happening. Like this child is here and I owe it to her to try. Like that's her life. Yeah. Her child is her And she's life. not bitter about it. I mean, that's what really makes it great in either yeah. the movie or the musical. She's not, it may be sad, but she's not angry. She's not like Yeah, that's defiant. a good thing that they don't end it that way because you could, 
You could do that. You could. So easily. You could give her the piano and she could be sobbing over it. And like, what did I do? Like, right. he, he left. Like, all this stuff. But he just gives her the piano and she's just, like, forever happy about the fact that he has given her this gift. And mm-hmm. this is where they're at in their life. And you just have to be content with Or even, even ways. like, but it's a nice thing that the show and the musical and the movie do is that the... The things that their respective estranged partners did aren't like he didn't she didn't cheat on him and go to New York or right. go to New York to be with somebody right. else. And the husband, I, we don't really know what happened Did, there. Didn't, didn't he say that he that he left? I think they got like well, he's back in Czechoslovakia. But he's back. Yeah. yeah. But he, like he's not abusive. No, he's not a no, drunk. Like no. he didn't run away. It's just they're split up right they're now. They're split up. Yeah. And. So it's so open-ended on that. Like, you don't... Right, right. You know what I mean? You're not going to hate... All these people did was leave. Yeah. That was what they did. Yeah. And that's bad. But... But... Everybody gets left. Like, that is something we all can we all can relate to. So that when she pushes back against... the When the girl pushes back against guys' romantic, romantic advancements, even the very, very minor ones... Yeah. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. It's, it's like, you don't quite know what she's throwing away. But since he's not... The, the husband isn't bad overtly yeah then you you don't have any reason to hate him you don't have any reason to be like oh she's being irrational yeah, it's like I mean, no if she's she, making a judgment if she brought up that like he was abusive and all this stuff you would be like oh, or even okay. just be- mean like she never you don't really find anything out no. about them really right yeah it's kind of just they had a struggle and they're separated right now right and she can't she doesn't want to give up on it right which is great totally valid yeah absolutely it, it's just but when you're watching it, you don't know anything well, about you him. Want, yes, I mean, what you want is that, yeah, you yeah. have that r- wonderful romantic ache of like, please. Like the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> like, the struggle is real. It's very real. It's very real. You want moment. these people to get together. I did. And they're just not going to. No. No, no matter how many times you see it. No. Gonna... It's like, it's going to happen this time. <laughs> they're going to kiss. What if the actors like love each other in real um, life and then they just accidentally oops, kiss sorry. on stage? Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoops. Well, that's, I mean, uh, Glenn and, uh, and uh, Marquetta, or the Swell Season, were a couple. I don't think they were a couple anymore when the movie got made. They were that's a couple a for a little while. Um, well, there is almost a 20 year age difference between them, uh, which you don't, which also the movie, the play kind of omits. Um, which I didn't know when I saw the movie. He's very young looking and she's, I wouldn't say old looking, but she look, they look. He looks a little older than her, I would say, yeah. but it more. But he's in the movie, or at least when they were really together, he was thirty-seven and she was nineteen, and yeah. Oh, that's. He's talked very openly about the fact that he was just like, I, I didn't like, I was falling in love with her and I didn't want to get together with her because she was a kid, and then apparently they got together for a very brief period of time, and then split up quickly, oh, kind of being like, nah, this is yeah, not. This and they're like excellent a... friends apparently to this oh, day. That's it's one good. of those like. He describes it as, I think she actually has described it as like a necessary step on their friendship, but oh, like yeah. they're not a couple. So it's actually an interesting thing to cast them both in the movie because yeah. it's like, yeah. 19, 19, 19 and 37. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Very well put. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> that's crazy. I remember finding, I found that out years later being like, oh gosh, like, that's a. <laughs> oh Lord. That's an age difference. That was like, what did they said that Emmy Rossum and Gerard Butler, I heard she was. 16? Is that right? I know there's a big split. Let me see. If it was 16, I'm like repulsed. But because he was like 30 something during. Here we go. Oh gosh, it's the third. If I type Emmy Rossum, Gerard Butler into Google, the third result is age difference. And 
she was 16 when she won the role. So she might have been like 17 when they were filming and he was 34. She was 16 and he was 34. Ew! He was, <laughs> he was over twice her he age. He made out with a 16 year old. Oh my God. And Patrick Wilson, who plays Raul, was 30. They couldn't have gotten anyone. Well, that movie has a lot of problems. Oh, for sure. The problems with that movie are wonderfully documented in uh, Lindsay Ellis's uh, video essay. It is 42 minutes long, but it's worth every second. <laughs> Joel Schulmacher's Phantom of the Opera is what it's called. She does amazing... Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Ellis does amazing reviews on movies. Oh, really? And a lot of musicals. Rent, for example. She has an excellent takedown of Rent. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I didn't realize... To... <laughs> I'll tell you what's really disappointing about the Phantom of the Opera movie, aside from the bizarre age difference, and it's, so it, gross. it's just a terrible movie. But yeah, uh, is. is the fact that the Phantom's disfigurement is virtually non-existent. Yeah, he looks like I don't like he got hit in the face with something. It looks like it'll heal. I remember thinking yeah. about whatever it is. It looks like he slept on it wrong. Like he just like it's a weird. Like they couldn't make Gerard Butler ugly. I guess. I guess because in the show have you ever seen the show oh i just saw the show he's he's really disfigured and he's got to do it yeah and he's got to do it live like every night like because you could think you'd not you wouldn't do so much so he could sing through it no but they're but like no. no it's broadway you yeah. right. go no, well and like especially since we've seen it i don't i think the movie came out in 04 right okay so this is a i cannot i can't get over that she's 16 <laughs> this is a, i don't think you should frankly this is a pre uh the thing i always think of is um dark knight yeah. With Two Face, when they had yeah. like that hor- like his face is completely like wrecked. Completely. That's what I wanted out of Phantom. Yeah. When they take the mask off, you want it to be like enhanced visual effect, like yeah. something to make it like look amazing. Like, to make and people. it's just a little like, I don't know why he's wearing the mask, frankly. Like it doesn't yeah. look that bad. They In the movie, it's like once he took off the mask, they changed his hair color. And, right. And then like... Well, they have that two-tone thing they do in the show where she takes the mask off him early and the audience doesn't see it. Right. And then the second time she takes it off, his wig also comes off. Oh, and he's right, like, right, he's right. like bald. They tried to kind of replicate that in the movie. It's a but terrible it movie. She needs to stop talking about this movie. But yeah, it's, it's just terrible. <laughs> it is off. But I didn't know that, that she was 16 and he was 34. That, it really grosses me out when it's I pretty gross. watch it. Because I'm like, she's... She's a child. Making out with both of these men yeah. and she has to act sexual and uh pass the point in no return like that's too well i get i get christine being young right but not that young no that's too young like make her 20. especially if raul was also like if raul was like 18 then i'd be kind of like okay so this is a young couple and phantom's a creep yeah sold but no but no Everyone's a creep. <laughs> why couldn't they get someone? Well, for... You every... know... Okay, first of all, Megan, you know why. Like, know. don't... <laughs> I know. Don't sit there and pretend you don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's just frustrating. It's super frustrating. Especially for, like, people who have worked at that role for years and, like, they hear a movie coming out, Broadway, Broadway stars, who mm-hmm. are like, they should have got them, but it's not going to sell. And you're like, but you didn't even really know Emmy Rossum. Oh, I was going to say, they really didn't cast. Like, if they cast it for, they yeah, it should have been Sierra Boggess. I really yeah. don't often, like, I, I, I think Sierra Boggess has a gorgeous voice. I'm kind of middling on her as an actress. But there's no reason it couldn't have been Sierra no. Boggess. We've drifted way away. I'm trying to get us organically back to once. Back and to I don't that. know how I could do it without a hard crash. But it is, it's an interesting point, though, with this. Even at, like, there is a, one of the things about the age difference, actually, even if you take that into account, it's obviously not in the musical, but with mm-hmm. the movie, is it does make 
the fact that they don't get together get together even sort of it's better yeah. almost in a lot of ways. I mean, even, I think when the movie was filmed, she was probably 21 and he was like 39. Oh, that's better. <laughs> um, well, she has a kid also too. I mean, that also, yes. it adds an element to that relationship though, of her being so young with a child, with child. And, and a marriage and he's not married and he's older. Like it says a lot about those two characters. Yeah. Um, and kind of shows, it's kind of funny actually in a romantic comedy or <laughs> not romantic comedy, romantic film about, about music musicians. Mm-hmm. It shows a certain difference in values that would probably make a long-term relationship untenable it just doesn't seem like it would work um if for no other reason than he's free to go tour and go to new york and she's really not she doesn't want to do that i mean they could but then she has to take her daughter along or send her daughter back to czechoslovakia or leave her daughter with her family it's all very yeah i didn't think about all of that i was just like i just wanted them together but you're right. Well, you right. want him to stay. I mean, I think the feeling you get yeah, is you I want wanted him, him to stay, stay but and you want them to get together. It wasn't going to, it just wasn't going to work right. at all. Which you just have to be okay with that, but mm-hmm. it's so hard. It's really hard. And it doesn't, I really like the fact that the story doesn't do the sort of like Titanic thing. Where not even the one of them dies. That aside, I have a real thing with, if you're going to kill a character in something, there has to be a reason. And there's a lot of things where we're just like, and now this character dies because yeah. isn't that dramatic? Yeah. Um, isn't life random? But <laughs> it doesn't even have like a totem of their affection. Like, you know, I, I always think of the heart of the ocean, the yeah. diamond, it's Titanic. But like, aside from, he buys her a piano. Yeah. Which only kind of reinforces, like, it's not a piano she's always wanted through the show or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a specific thing that yeah. holds, it's just, it's the music that holds them together. Yeah. Which is this beautiful, like, it's a thing we can't see, touch, or, or experience, except for here. That's what holds them together. That's right. what will always hold them together, is this music they made together. And they did record some of it, and that's, that's great. And it's the music. That is kind of an incredible ending, though, when you think about it. Yeah. I'm like, become, through this podcast, I've become... Like, Even a deeper I'm o- fan? I'm okay. <laughs> you come, oh, it's good. We're working through it. Because I was so angry when it ended. <laughs> but now you've helped me work through <laughs> Oh, I'm happy to help. Work through the ending. Sounds, that's, I'm glad to, glad to be of service for that sort of... Because maybe they weren't meant to be together. Like, you, you see, you want that throughout the show, but it was what it had to be right which and it got them through it's a story i really like stories mm-hmm. that take place in the in-betweens mm-hmm. you know and it, like this is a moment in time where their lives were in flux and this is what happened and then they kind of went back to their lives in this sort of after this moment has passed it's beautiful and it's important but it's very small yeah and then it's over and on we go i know i'm glad you're gonna start crying no right. i'm not gonna cry <laughs> I'm not. I swear. I'm just thinking about how. Oh man, it's just the show just touched me in like a certain way. You know how mm-hmm. you go into shows and you just you're not expecting. I don't know if anyone goes into musical. I'm expecting to be touched and to cry and to work out whatever going on in my life right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Right. But it's amazing how whatever is going on in your life right now kind of gets worked out through a show without like you expecting it and you're like wow like what i saw once it was last year since my senior year of college and you know like letting go of Mm -hmm. certain things and that's what once did for me it was like okay this is gonna be a new step in my life and Mm -hmm. you're just gonna have to say goodbye but it's okay Mm -hmm. but it's okay that's that's what like once try to reinforce Mm -hmm. it's okay like 
don't try to force anything. Sure. This is what's going to happen. And that's how, what, what, that's why I was crying because it's my senior year. And, well, and you cry. And I, mean, I cry a lot. Cry that it's just, yeah. You obviously, to, anyone to listening to this podcast knows that I am a crybaby. Megan is a crier. And that's, that's fine. Not crybaby. You're a crier. Yeah, a crier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not cry a crybaby. Baby, no, like, crybaby is a whole other, other kind you're of conversation. Right, you're right. Yeah. What's your favorite song? I do love gold. That's Which pro- one? See, that's difficult because both gave me like a different type of emotion sure like the one after act one i was like whoa like yeah, it's I kind told of the act one finale yeah, yeah yeah it was like i couldn't label that emotion because mm-hmm. it was just so much and sure everyone was on stage like feeling whatever the girl character was mm-hmm. feeling um but i think there's something to be said about acapella and i love her so I wouldn't trade her for gold. I'm walking on moonbeams. I was born with a silver spoon. And I'm up on you too like it really when that when it comes back it's a sort of like oh yeah that's exactly this is not a song i think you expect to hear again no and and they're supposed to be like on a beach at that point Mm -hmm. which is cool because obviously you look at the background it's still the bar right obviously (laughs) but the way they had the lighting and all of them standing on stage kind of looking up Mm -hmm. while singing it it was just so peaceful and beautiful but it hit you in a way where you're like whoa what just yeah. happened to me that song definitely affected me a lot and was probably one of my favorites i also do like um when when your mind's made up mm-hmm. yeah that song got that's to, a really good it song. starts out very um it's not as loud so if you ever want something then you'll call I'll come running to fight And I'll be at your door When there's nothing worth running for When your mind's made up When your mind's made up There's no point in trying to change it When your mind's made up, when your mind's made up, there's no point in trying to stop it, you see? And then all of a sudden, they're all together, and they're trying to impress this guy to get their recording, and you're... It's a really very repetitive song, Mm -hmm, but the arrangement doesn't 
really hides how repetitive it is. It's a really interesting... I was noticing, listening to it this time, that she's got that little piano, like, repeating lilt and uh, or, or vamp. I don't know exactly what you call that. And... Um, it kind of goes away and then comes back and then the percussion comes in and then it comes back. And then everyone comes And it just becomes this sort of like, it goes from sad and sweet to not angry exactly, but no. it's intense. It's at the intense. End. There's no point trying to change it. I needed to get up and like start clapping. Yeah, you really do. You'd kicking a chair. Want to or something. move around? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not um, the chair in front of me. No, I wouldn't do that. To be, be polite to the other. <laughs> but that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really good show. I really wish people did did it. <laughs> I know. More. I, I would, would love to see a small, you know, like I say, site specific production. Who's whoever's listening out there? Rorschach, Please. who does this sort of thing? Get out there and. Please get some Put the thing on. Yeah. musicians together who can also do a Czech accent. Yeah. Well, f- you figure that out. Figure that out fig- later. Somebody can yeah, figure that out. Yeah, come on. Somebody can do it. It would have to be part of the audition, though. I'm like, listen, you're going to have to play piano and you're going to have to <laughs> sing in a Czech accent. Sing. I mean, not only just talk, but sing. Do once. There's enough talented people out There's there. There's people who can do once. Do once. Do it once. Do it once. It's Just a weird once. title. It is a weird title. Though. It I is. Don't... It's pretty. And also, since they didn't use the song once that's in the movies. I know. <laughs> what the heck? I mean, you got to call it, for marketing purposes, you have to call it the same thing the movie's called. Like, you can't. Right. You can't call it. I mean, you could call it Falling Slowly, but that's not as good that's as not a catchy. title. That's not catchy. It is also a very appropriate title. I mean, this is something that happened once. Yeah. You know? like It's just, it's just yeah. like it's done. Yeah. And it's over. Cool. So, hey, had a enjoy. good ride. Right, it did. It did very well. It's pretty good. It's a good show. But I want it to come back. Right, over and over and over, over and again. over and over again. <laughs> and just keep crying. Yeah, over and over again. No. again. Thank you so much, Megan. This of was so course. nice to talk to you about this. This was so much fun. So much Usually, fun. I'd ask people what they have coming up, but I know what you have coming up. I'm so you're excited. You're doing it right now. Good. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Megan Abdo for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. <laughs>